Yeah, what is going on, everybody? It's your boy Rob, host of From My Experience Podcast. How are y'all doing out there? Y'all doing all right? You're feeling good. You're feeling well. My energy is up. I promise you my energy is up. I'm feeling good. Just got the new logo for the show finalized. Got a little bit of a rebrand coming, but uh, I got to put some stuff together before I put it out on Front Street. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm tired, man. This is going to be a short, quick episode. Not going to talk about too many things today. Uh, I just want to make sure I keep up the consistency. I want to make sure that I give you a positive burst of energy every week. We're going to push for that. But y'all y'all keep me in prayer, man. Y'all hold your boy down, man. We, we, we getting back to where we need to get to, man. We're going to talk about a couple little things today. What's going on, everybody, man? Uh, I'm just going to be 1,000. I do not have the capacity for front page news. I will just say this. <sighs> unfortunately, unfortunately, there was another school shooting at a private Christian school in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, it, it's getting... I don't even know how to describe how it's getting. Six people were killed, I believe. Let me make sure I get this right before I continue. Yeah, so unfortunately, three children, three adults lost their lives. The shooter was a 28-year-old uh, transgender person. That has really actually been going back and forth. Um that whole gender thing, people trying to figure out the shooter's uh, gender or identity. But they were transgender. Their uh, their name was Audrey Hale. And it's sad. It's sad. It's disheartening. And unfortunately, it is very numbing. Let me tell you why it's numbing. Mass shootings in 2023, according to <clears throat> the New York Times. I I don't even want to... There's so many. There's so many that have happened this year is... Yeah, I... Yeah, I don't, I don't. I just saw a website that said that we're at 123. We're just past 123. I have definitely said a prayer and sent my thoughts and my love to the people 
uh, to the families of the victims and to just all the families involved. You know, a school should be a safe haven and a safe place. It's the last place where a child should experience extreme violence. Uh, as a former educator, that's one of the thing I, things I really came down hard on um, with kids. Uh, fortunately for me, I, not that I remember, I didn't really go through any huge bullying things because I could crack jokes and really keep people off me. But you really have to keep an eye out, and there's a lot of things that can go on. Uh, I will let y'all, I will leave the research on this situation, y'all. I just don't have it in me anymore, man. I, I'm trying to make sure I give the front page news, but I ain't even cue up the music. Um, but it's just numbing, man. It's it's numbing, and it's like, what can be done? Uh, I will share this thought, you know. Be very, very careful with the ideas y'all throw out there. You know, one of the things people keep saying is, oh, teachers should be able to bring in guns. Well, understand the environment you're asking a teacher to bring a gun to. And number one, most teachers are white women. Nothing against white people, nothing against white women. But most of them are white women, middle-aged-ish, right? Um, and... There's typically very few men in the building, if any men at all, especially at the elementary level. Middle school, you'll get a few more. I think in middle school, I was one of like six or something like that. Maybe not even, right? Um, and not saying that women can't defend themselves, but go to a school and volunteer and look at the environment and look at how many children there are, how chaotic it is what teachers have to deal with stress-wise, and then ask yourself, do I want this person to have a gun? Not saying that a teacher would do anything to harm anyone, but we already teachers are already under enough pressure. I will say this, if there is going to be, first of all, I think uh, one of the best solutions would be for there to be a new division of all police departments and let that be a school department. When you hire this person, you will be assigned to a school. This is where you will patrol. This is where you will be every day. Period. Two to three officers. Somebody inside, two inside, one outside, whatever. Um, if you go the, the teacher route, I would say this. Number one, whoever it is, they need to be trained and licensed. And have continuous training. Number two, they need to get paid way more. I'm talking about you dang near need to double their salary. Because that is a huge obligation and a huge responsibility. And you're asking someone to go way above and beyond what they signed up for when they got their degree and signed on for this job. You're asking you're asking them to, hey, you know, if something happens, you know. And that's the other thing. What's the expectation? Are you, ex are you expecting this teacher, if something happens as far as a shooter, is the expectation for them to come out and defend? And I say that because understand that there are lockdown procedures, and as a teacher, your first priority are your students. So that would mean that teacher would need to lock their students and leave their students alone. That's a bad idea because kids already really don't listen. But if you put them in a situation or in circumstances to where they're scared and panicked and there's no one there to guide or direct them, that's bad. Are they to be barricaded in the room with the kids and the firearm? What good is that going to do if the shooter's not in there in the hallway? Like, it just needs, like, people are just throwing it out there, but I don't think people are really thinking it through. And you have to look at how school operates. But, again, I would say if that were to happen, again, that person needs to be highly trained. 
um, I would say at least one teacher per hallway, per hallway or per wing or two per grade level, stuff like that. Look at how the school's laid out and strategically place them. Um, you definitely gonna have to have that thing locked up and it needs to be kept close to the chest and a secret. You do not want that rumor or that information spreading around the school because kids think everything is, a lot of kids think things are a joke and it's funny. It's like our kids are desensitized just like we are. So I'll just, end, well, I'll keep the music going. Our kids are desensitized and they don't really get it. Like a lot of times they don't get it until it happens. Like I've told my kids some very tragic stuff, like serious stuff that's happened in the world and they, they're sitting there laughing. Like, and I'm, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like they, they don't even understand how to process these things because they see so much, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't have the answers. You know, of course, gun, gun legislation is going to be under fire. But, you know, I've said this before. You pass these gun laws. What about the law abiding citizens? How are you going to collect these millions and millions and millions and millions of guns? How are you going to collect them if you ban them? How are you going to collect them? How are you going to collect them? And if when you do, you got to remember the criminals are already breaking the law. So they're going to keep their firearms regardless. That just means that when it comes to higher powered firearms, the criminals will have an even bigger advantage than they already do now. Um, I do believe that the process for purchasing a firearm and the age limit, raising that could help because at least you had the chance of people being more mature. You know, I think 18, you can buy a shotgun. 21, you can buy a handgun. That probably needs to be raised, but I again I don't have answers. And I would rather have professional people like police officers or even some type of security firm uh be present at the schools versus a teacher or a principal having a firearm. Because again, there's already a lot of complications and obligations with that job and the extra stress and strain of doing that and being obligated you know, to jump into action or the expectation would be you jump into action. There, That just needs to be planned out and not just thrown out there arbitrarily. Um, I think a lot of people are just throwing that out there, but it's like, y'all need to go to a school and see who we deal with for real. And you got to remember, to my earlier point, these kids are big. Like, and again, nothing against white people, nothing against white women. I worked for 10 years in the education system. I did not work with big buff women. These were just average five four five 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 six women a hundred ish pounds if that you know they're not very big you know so these kids are big like big like i'm 5 10 225 they're definitely kids bigger than me in elementary school middle school high school and i'm almost a 40 i'm almost a 40 year old man so it's like you got to think about that too you don't want a teacher to be in a situation where they get overpowered there's just so many things that could go wrong with that and I think we're just having a knee-jerk reaction, um, honestly. But something does need to be done. Some We need to look at the root cause and really establish that. But I think securing the schools are important. I say, hey, do some investing and, and get these either, again, a special division of some company or police departments to make sure officers are at schools. And I know that's tough because there's a lot of schools and we probably have a shortage of officers. Um, but something needs to be done. This is this is ridiculous. And this was a private school, so I guess that would have been on them to have security. But it's crazy that I'm sitting here talking about an elementary school needing security. Like a place 
were kids from ages five, five or six to age, what, 11, need security just to come learn. That's wild. That's the world we're in. Children coming to school to learn. I never had, I didn't have security at school until I was in middle school, but I was in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And it wasn't a lot. We had resource officers walking around every now and again in my middle school. We had to walk through metal detectors in the morning. Um, but every now and again, high school, we had resource officers. We went through metal detectors every day. It was a smooth, easy process. Quick, easy, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. But yeah, we need to look at how we can secure these schools. People are shooting their way into these schools and things of that nature and forcing their way in. You know, we just need to secure our schools, man. Unfortunately, this is the world that we live in and hurt people hurt people, man. Those kids had nothing to do with this person's pain or trauma. They were 28 years old. They went to that school 15 years ago-ish, longer than that probably. I'm not even going to do the math. Probably 16, 17 years ago, they went to that school themselves. So it's like the people there, the people you probably dealt with when you were there, faculty-wise, probably aren't even there anymore. So literally, the most innocent of innocent people, you know, yeah. So that's all I got for y'all front page. I mean, uh, God, I need to stop doing that. Headlines. Hey, y'all, it's me. It's Christian Jackson, your favorite licensed therapist. I have a quick question for you, and this is no shade. Are you still stuck in that same dating cycle where you end up making choices that don't reflect who you are because you're turning into basically a chameleon, i.e. you mighty morph into whatever your new man or your new woman wants you to be? And your stomach is dropping and you're not sleeping, you're not eating, you're not taking care of yourself. And yes, these are symptoms of anxiety. Relationships are the trigger and they hard and they sometimes suck. So what do you need? Five things that I have in the Grace Method where you can find how to move from being anxiously in love to being more confident in your relationships. Not just dating though, folks, because your kids may be walking all over you too and you need a voice and they need to hear it, right? Come to your Grace space. I am building a community of like-minded women who want to get together monthly to discuss how to move from being anxiously connected to their relationships to being more confident just in themselves. And this accountability community will include the option of one-on-one therapeutic coaching calls with me, access to experts, and more. Go to couchwithchristian.com. That is C-O-U-C-H-W-I-T-H-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N.com. Follow me on IG at couchwithchristian, and I'll see you there. Hey. I am back. I am back. All right. Sorry for the somber start. So, last episode I talked about, hello, last episode I talked about knockout recovery, recovering from a knockout, when life just hits you hard, you, 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 you get caught with a shot you didn't see coming, or sometimes you get caught, caught with a shot that you did see coming and you take a huge L, you're done, it's, it's, it's something that's ingrained in your brain now, it happened, it's a huge setback, and then you have steps to recovery, you know, and one of the things I talked about was assessing the damage. Who, what, when, where, why, what was impacted? What was impacted? In this episode, I want to focus on physical recovery. So one of the things I say at the end of every podcast is take care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. Physically, mentally, and financially. 
Physical care. Again, speaking from personal experience, your boy, uh, shout out to Break My Fifth Law, my good brother Lawrence Inman, Gamma New Chapter, Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, fitness coach, guru. Shout him out big time. Y'all go follow him. His link will be in the description. Man, listen. Listen, listen, listen. Coach Law, Coach Law. Break my fifth law. Look him up on Instagram. Break my, the number five TH law. Look him up. I started on his uh, his program, you know, to get myself right last year. And then again, like I said, last episode, I got arrested. And it threw my life into a spiral. Everything got jacked. Physical, mental, financial. Everything I tell everyone to take care of, glad I was taking care of it. So, I, I, you know, part of my recovery... The financial part, job hunting, got a job, working, saving money, trying to do that, right? <clears throat> Mentally, a lot of prayer, a lot of pouring into relationships with good friends. We're going to talk about that next episode. We're going to talk about the mental aspect and then the financial aspect. But the physical aspect, I suffered physically. My diet went in the garbage and I stopped going to the gym. And me personally, we all have our things. Like when things go wrong in our lives, we all have the thing that we retreat to or the thing that we do for comfort. Mine is food. Uh, not in a, it's unhealthy, but not overtly unhealthy. Like one of the things I will say is since I've lost weight initially from doing uh, Coach Law's program is I cannot eat as much as I, as I used to. Like literally, uh, those of you who like Chinese food, I can order a Chinese lunch special, and I even if I tried, I couldn't finish it. And that's not even a ton of food. I can't finish it. Uh, typically, any combo from any restaurant, like if I eat like even like a, a double cheeseburger combo with like a medium fried and drink, when I eat that, I'm like Thanksgiving stuffed. Like I'm almost hurting. So like I can't eat as much as I used to, which I'm glad, and I and I don't. I've learned to do you know proper portioning, but for me, mine is sweets, and I've just been eating unhealthy. Just been eating out fried stuff and sweets, and just blowing money on food just because it's convenient. Because I don't feel like cooking, and I just want to go to bed. So I'm eating. I'm laying down, not exercising. So I puffed up a bit. I haven't gained too much of the weight back, but I definitely have gained some of my weight back. My clothes still fit, which is good because I bought a bunch of new clothes. Uh, but my clothes still fit. But I had to stop. And when I did that last episode talking about knockout recovery, I'm like, yo, your physical health, man. Like, we got to get this thing back on point. And the other thing you got to remember is <clears throat> before that knockout, what things were happening in your life that, that you enjoyed? What were the things that were making you feel good? Going to the gym, I've always like you know, being active, uh, but going to the gym now as an adult, it felt so good, man. I got my headphones going, I'm pumping the music, I'm seeing my progress, I'm feeling the burn, I'm sweating, I'm losing great, I'm losing weight. I just felt so much better as a person. It just made me feel more productive. I had more energy, all these things. And uh, I was focused so much on just getting a job. Like, I didn't care. Like, I'm like, yo, I need to find a job, like, quick. Like, I'm bleeding money daily. I'm bleeding money. Like, these bills are getting paid. But God, dog. 
I was focused so much on the financial aspect that I let the physical aspect go. But now that I have a little bit of normalcy, I can balance myself. You know, the boat is still sinking, but it ain't sinking as fast. I was like, yo, let me get my physical health back together, man. Like, so I hit up Coach Law. He was like, yo, just pick up where you think you need to pick up from and, you know, you know, we'll we'll get get you back with the program. So I went to the gym Wednesday of this week. Oh my God. Yo, why y'all ain't tell me, yo? So this is what I did. Now, mind you, I have not worked out since August of 2022. I went in there. I did deadlifts. I did three sets of 10, 150 pounds. Squats, three sets of 10, 130 pounds. Leg press, three sets of 10, 300 pounds. Low rows, the seated thing where you pull the cable towards you. I think that's what that's called anyway. Three sets of 15, 85 pounds. Shoulder press. Three sets of 10, 55 pounds. And I did the chest press, three sets of 10 at 55 pounds. Then I had the nerve to get on the treadmill uh, and go on that for 25 minutes. Speed wasn't very high. It was like two and a half or three, something like that. I overdid it. (laughs) I overdid it. I couldn't record. I am so, yo, my arms are so sore. I like, it's painful to straighten my arms, my thighs. I have to squat at my job, pause, but I have to squat down to get stuff and pick stuff up. My thighs, yo, burning like on fire. I soaked in the tub yesterday in some Epsom salt. It helped a little bit. I might need to soak again tonight. I was jacked, yo. Y'all, I was jacked up. Like, I I still am jacked up, man. But you know what? This sore feeling that I have, the tenderness that I feel, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it because it is a reminder that this is where the gains are coming from. I overdid it. I'm going to go light. I'm getting back in the gym uh, well, this Saturday. If you're listening to this on Saturday, I'm dropping it on Saturday. I'll be back in the gym. I'm going to take it light. I'm probably just going to do upper body, maybe a little lower body. But I'm going to focus on maybe just three exercises, real light, 30, 40-minute work. Well, probably a 40-minute workout because I'm going to do at least 25 to 30 minutes of cardio. And get back to it, man. Part of this knockout recovery is my physical health. I'm getting older. I'm not getting younger. And your physical health is highly, 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 highly important. Real talk. I want to be attractive for myself. I want to be attractive for my future wife. So in order to attract a woman or help me attract a woman besides my personality and what I have to quote unquote bring to the table, it'd be nice if I look like a snack. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to get snacky, not just for them, but for myself. Uh, Number two, health in the black community. No, you didn't hit the pause button. That was one of my dramatic pauses. Health in the black community is a very real thing, right? So I'll be let me let me let me hit my I'll be damned. Yeah. If I let these these diseases and all this stuff get to me, we gonna fight it early. Before anything's wrong, let me get myself in shape for the fight. I don't even know if a fight's coming. Let me get in shape. That's the other thing, man. Wanna get this, wanna get yourself in shape. In shape. Uh, number two, I mean, number three, I want to get back more into outdoor activities. Outdoor activities are great, man, whether it's camping, hiking, a 5K, a mud run. Like just being active 
is so refreshing. Going out and getting fresh air, uh, reminding yourself of what you're capable of as a human being besides sitting on the couch like I've been doing, man. That just feels good and that definitely helps your mentality. Number four, sometimes in life, a challenge will be presented to you. And it's a very personal challenge. Your health is a very personal challenge. You have control, a big chunk of the control of your day. And your physical shape, you know, minus people with ailments and ailments and stuff like that that are preventing them, you have a lot of control over that. So why not take advantage of what you have control over? I always say, man, life is about choices. And when you get to choose, think about the choices you're, you're making. You know what I'm saying? So I want to make the right choices. I want to make better choices. I want to be in shape so I can live a healthy, fulfilling life, so I can feel good, so my confidence can be boosted, and so I can just be healthy, so I can just do more things. So if I want to go rock climbing, I do want to go skiing. Definitely want to go skiing. That takes endurance. You know what I'm saying? Like I just want that for myself. But I, again, I've said it over and over and over again. I want to be healthy inside and out. So part of my recovery from this knockout is getting back in shape. I almost had abs, y'all. I was probably, real talk, real talk, not even being funny. I literally, I was in the part of the program where I was starting to do abs, which I hate. Like, y'all talking about leg day jokes? Nah, midsection. I hate it. Like, my body hates it. Like, sit-ups, crunches, all that stuff, I get cramps. Like, my body hates midsection hates it hates it hates it like i thought i hated cardio nah midsection that jump be having me tapping out but i promise you i was probably real talk real talk if i would have kept it up i was probably about 30 days away from being able to truly have maybe a two or a four pack like i was getting there so now i'm probably about 90 days away (laughs) After the Krispy Kreme and the pizzas and the Popeyes and the Bojangles and Chinese food and the Red Lobster and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We about 90 days away from that now. So we gonna get back to it. But I just wanted to share that experience with y'all, man. Again, those of you out there recovering from a knockout and you're assessing that damage. And those of you just out here, even if you haven't recovered from a knockout, think about your physical health, man. Add some physical activity into your life. My job has me on my feet all day moving and lifting stuff, so that actually helps a little bit. Um, Even if you are not going to go to the gym, walk your neighborhood. Something simple. Walk your neighborhood or, you know, what we used to find funny when we were younger, walk the mall. Like, if you have a big mall or even a department store you have near you, just walk around. Like, find a park. Walk. Like, find something Simple and easy you can do to incorporate physical activity into your life. And you don't have to do it by yourself. Call your friend. Take your wife. Take your husband. Take your kids. Find that physical activity and get it in. I would encourage everyone to go to the gym. And you ain't got to go a lot. Go to the gym two times a week, three times a week. Hop on the, excuse me, hop on the treadmill. Hop on the Stairmaster. You can go and get in a great workout for 30 minutes. I believe you can find it. Two or three hours a week and dedicate it to your health. That's not a lot to ask when there's 24 hours in a day. 
you can find two or three hours in a week to dedicate to your health. And I've said this before, but I want y'all to take that seriously, man. Uh, I'm trying to take it more serious and I want to be consistent and I want to share my experiences with y'all. So we're definitely going to still have uh, Coach Law. He's going to come back on and talk about his program some more because he's doing some great things. I'm going to continue to share my progress because I can. And then, you know, I can't be a hypocrite. I can't be out here saying take care of yourselves physically, mentally and financially. And I'm not even doing it. <laughs> right. So take care of yourselves physically, man. I truly mean that. I promise you, you'll feel better. It feels so good when you can go buy clothes and you go you go down a size. You put on your t-shirt, it look like a dress because it's so big because you don't lost so much weight, man. It it'll like losing, not just losing weight, but just getting in shape because it's not always a losing weight thing. Like physically transforming your body is amazing and it feels great. And you can do it at your own pace, man. And the other thing you need to keep in mind, one of the biggest factors to this, not just the working out and being active, your diet. Gotta watch your diet. Gotta watch that calorie intake. Watch the sweets. Watch the fried food. Watch the pork. Watch the beef. Be very, very careful. I would get with a nutritionalist, maybe a life coach, someone who's an expert, someone who's done the research, and they can get you some recipes and try some things out. But I challenge you, make that change in your life. You can still have your your cheat meals, you know, start out slow. I was having a couple cheat meals a week. Then I was like, all right, I'm not getting the results that I really, really, really want. I'm getting great results, but I'm not getting the results I really, really, really want. I should be losing weight every week. All right, let me cut back. Let me make sure I do a cheat meal. I was doing cheat day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But um, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not doing that anymore, okay? But that's it, man. Take care of yourselves physically. Let me holler at my brother's. Brothers, black brothers, my kings, my fellow kings. Ah, my fellow kings. Listen, holla at your boy. Holla at, no, literally, holla at your boy. Like, actually, holla at your boy. When the last time you hollered at your boy? When the last time you talked to, talked to your boy about his mental health? When the last time you talked to your boy about his physical health? Hmm? Holla at your boy. Shout out to my boy, Jamal. Maul, what up, man? Did a podcast years ago. Y'all will never hear it. Uh, Wait, maybe that's still out there. I don't remember. I think I scratched that one. We was wilding. Anyway, uh, he hit. I think I hit him up or he hit me up. So anyway, we had an Instagram conversation. Like I hit that guy up, and it just reminded me of making sure to keep your friends close and know that it's okay to let your support system in. And I bring that up because you know, just talked about physical health. One of the things, again, Coach Law genius. One of the things he encourages is 
get your friends on board with the program of working out. And y'all start a text group and you hold each other accountable. Yo, did you work out? Because I got back in the gym and Maul hit me up and commented on it. He said, dang, man, I've been slacking. I said, come on, dog. Can't be slacking, dog. Man, bo, can't be slacking, bo. And so he's like, he going to try to get back in the gym this week. And that's one of the things that helped me keep going. Like, I ain't trying to be in a group text and everybody doing what they're supposed to do. And I'm the only one that's not. Ah, ah, ah. Not going to be me. So I'm definitely about to hit that group back up and everybody up and see what everybody doing. But that's what I want y'all to do, man. My black brothers, my kings. Yo, holla at your boy this week, all right? And that's all I got for y'all. FME underscore podcast on fan base. FME underscore podcast on Instagram. From my experience podcast on Facebook. www.fmepodcast.com. The website is down right now because, again, we're rebranding. Got the I just got the new logo in, so I'll be getting it in this weekend on the website. I probably probably will be done by Monday. It's not a whole lot I gotta do. Gotta switch some colors up and replace a couple of files, and we should be good to go. There will be a new blog post uh, at the top of the week as well. But I just want to thank y'all for the continued love and support, man. And you know I'm trying, man. Like. I really had a tough time near the end of last year, and I'm trying to get back to where I was. Oh, shout out to my boy, Hutch. David, what up, man? I ran him through my podcast masterclass, you know, so you want to start a podcast. And, you know, that class is going to be focused on helping people build a strong foundation for their podcast before they hit the record button. And... I love that guy and I'm thankful for him because he gave me some great pointers and some great tips and some tweaks that I need to make, which is why you run this stuff by people that you trust and people that are going to be honest with you before you go to market with it. So I'm still working on that. Uh, admin at FMEpodcast.com. Sharing the experience. Hit us up. Email us. Do you need advice? Do you want to share some great news? Do you have a crazy story that you want to share with the community? Hit us up. Admin at fmepodcast.com or rob at fmepodcast.com we would love to talk about what's going on in your life on the show and until next time ladies and gentlemen take care of yourselves physically mentally and financially catch you next time peace